0: No, sir, I don't like it.
1: Everybody, welcome to No Sir Pod. I am Carmen Morales. I am your host. Welcome, guys, gals, friends, fans, fuck boys. Everyone's welcome. So good to hear uh, for you to hear me because I can't hear you. Isn't that funny? Um, today, I am joined uh, with an incredible human being, hilarious comedian, one of the good ones, as they say in the biz. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Ross. What's up, funny friend?
0: Hello, good to see you.
1: <laughs> Hello, good to see you. Good to hear you. Uh, you look good. Yeah. You look good, kid. You look good.
0: Thank you. I got this unbelievable Sid on my forehead, and you know I feel like I could have just not drawn attention to it, and people would have seen it a little and moved on. But I, I, it is so offensively big, just to me. <laughs> it, let me say it again, it's okay. I'm not gonna lose any sleep but holy moly if you're looking at the video i mean look we all break out i'm not gonna act like i never get zits as an adult i've always got one or two here and there but it's fucking crazy
1: <laughs> 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 it's- it's almost like it's holding in all of the stress that you're carrying in your actual body. Like your body's just like, is this too much? Just put it in the, put it in the attic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, what's funny is that like, that is obviously like a uh, imagery based joke, but it's also not really that inaccurate. It's like, (laughs) yeah, that is actually probably what's happening is I have a bunch of stress up here. And my body is like, get it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just push it. Just push it out. And your skin's like, this isn't the way this is supposed to go. <laughs> That's like it's an old like them Go
0: ahead. Uh, no, sorry. Oh, it's
1: okay. <laughs> I was just gonna say nope. that was like an old uh joke that I used to have is the most adult thing or the most uh, mature thing about me is my adult acne. That's the most mature. Every other oh, facet funny. of my life was I'm very immature about. <laughs> uh, but yeah,
0: yeah. It's a really annoying thing, isn't that how uh stress and anxiety can just make uh your body hurt? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a really like maybe the most frustrating thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, that I can't you know what I mean? Like it should be physiological things to make physiological things happen. Just like I can't tell you how often I have really, really, really bad anxiety. I'm mm-hmm. always anxious and, and scared all the time. And um <laughs> I literally have gone to the doctor and been like, Oh my god, my stomach hurts so bad and he's like, Yeah, you you have a panic problem. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no diet. There's no pills. And he's like, you can try, but yeah, because <laughs> you're a coward. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. <laughs>
1: It's funny, you go to the doctor, he just calls you a cock. You're like, hey, bud, my my stomach hurts. And he's like, good job, snowflake. That's all that's wrong with you. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly. We took a chest x-ray and it turns out that you're a bitch. (laughs) So, I don't know, just stop being a bitch, I guess. How are you, Carmen? Thanks for having <laughs> me on your show.
1: Thank you so much for coming on. That's been like a, yeah. this was the other thought I had the other day is like, like I have a lot of friends with anxiety and I have like functional anxiety. So it's like, the only thing is it just doesn't, it's, it doesn't stop me from doing things. Right. Um, but it, yeah. it sucks on the inside the whole time. You're just, nobody knows about it. It's all a lovely big secret. Me and myself have very fun. <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> but, That's pretty similar to me. That's, yeah. yeah. I make it work yeah <laughs> it's like a weird thing isn't it how like i do think that probably i mean the people that know me like if you talk to me about anything for not very long you'll be like oh this guy is very worried all the time yeah <laughs> generally i carry myself through life confidently mm-hmm. you know i manage my shit i have a career and friends in life and shit so like uh people who just interact with me uh moment to moment or like in work situations probably are like, yeah, he's got his shit together. It's very funny, <laughs> isn't it? To, to like have this, I, I can't, to people that don't deal with it and then don't see that in me, I can't describe it to them. They'll mm. never understand yeah. what it's like to just be like constantly filled with this worry that honestly does affect me every moment of every day and uh, makes everything difficult, but <laughs> still be able to confidently say, hello, Good, to, he, I would like to order food from you. Or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. They just like can't understand. People think of someone with anxiety as being like, hey, God, hey. Mm -hmm. I have to hide from the sun or whatever Um,
1: (laughs) Jewish is what you mean is that what
0: it means yes I mean honestly
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's the other thing too that it just made me think of like you know that older like older comedian trope where they would they would always be like hey when you get older you like Everything hurts. Like you wake up from a nap and you wrench your back. Well, now you don't even need to take a nap. You could just be thinking yourself sick. You don't even have to do anything.
0: <laughs> well, and- I was once standing still. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. I was standing in front of House of Pies in mm-hmm. LA and I was talking to somebody and they were right in front of me. They were yeah. directly in front of me. And, uh, and I, oh boy. Well, Carmen. Yes. <laughs> My recorder wasn't recording until right now. So <laughs> now it is. Uh, you can, uh, <laughs> before we started recording this episode, I was having so many te- technical difficulties. It was, man, talk about anxiety. Um, so, I don't know. maybe your episode just became uh sounding better right now, or maybe it just started. I don't know <laughs> uh, either way which
1: one that just you started recording do want, now. do you want to start it over, or do you want to just keep going
0: No, 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 it's up totally up to you i i I don't care at all it's uh it's totally on uh, I feel like you know what? I feel like when we're done, you pick. Okay. Because it's your show. Well, we got it. doesn't matter to me. We would have to decide now <laughs> if we're going to start
1: it over. <laughs> we can't.
0: <laughs> well, you have both it. audio. You're going to have both audio is my point. Oh, that's point. true. So, yeah, yeah.
1: We're good. We're fine. Don't worry You could, about like, it.
0: have the first five minutes sound sort of like shit and then have it sound better after that. It's up to
1: you. Yeah, there you go. That works. Um, mm-hmm.
0: uh, but, yeah, I was standing in front of House of Pies. I was looking straight at somebody. And I was standing still. They were talking. I wasn't even talking. And I threw my back out. I didn't move. I didn't do anything. And I felt it happen. This like creeping sensation went up my back and my back got thrown out. And I had wow. to basically be carried to a car. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> my back is thrown out and they were like what and i was like yes i i'm 36 <laughs> i don't know yeah. this
1: just happens now
0: <laughs> it just happens did you collapse now. did you yeah. fall
1: down or anything or i like would you could no you just it just hurt move?
0: like a motherfucker mm-hmm. i just couldn't move i i like if i moved it was extreme pain yeah and i like had an extreme like shooting pain and then if i went to move it yeah it was wow. my back and neck. Yeah. Oof. Crazy. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. It must be anxiety. I don't it know must be.
1: <laughs> if you didn't even move at all. Yeah. That's a new level. Totally. That's a new level. Yeah. It's also been funny, like, uh, like communicating with a a bunch of friends with anxiety, where all we do is we just call up each other and go, you think you think they're upset at me? Do you think I fucked that up? Is it it, it, you? What do you think? Uh, And then it no, no, you didn't you didn't do anything. And then you're like, because you're anxiously (laughs) not wanting them to think that you think that they're a bad person either. It's just a lot of batting that anxious ball back and forth. Super fun. Super fun
0: oh man can I, can I tell you i I have had anxiety this bad for so long that I have honestly started to and I'm sure you do this uh a certain amount of the time as well mm-hmm. i i have I have taken to like okay, when I was younger, I've always had this anxiety. uh, I don't know if it's gotten better or worse, but I've always had it, and when I was young, I had a lot of shame about it, and so. If I was worried, say that I had ruined a friendship by existing, I would, <laughs> uh, I would never say anything, and I would act like everything was fine, because it felt so shameful to reveal that I had these snowflakey feelings, uh, mm. as you know, like these softy sort yeah. of like I'm the type of guy to worry if my friends like me. That feels so felt so shameful. It still feels somewhat shameful because we live in a, in the world and the world is like, uh, you know, convinces you that being soft is bad or whatever, but, um,
1: (laughs) vulnerability equals weakness. Mm -hmm.
0: Exactly. All that stupid bullshit, which obviously isn't true, but we've had it injected into our brains. So we all feel that way. Yeah. Uh, I now though, I, I don't want to feel that way. And. The anxiety is so bad, and it's been bad for so long, it no longer feels worth it to me. So I just tell people, and I don't care, I would rather they think I'm a cuck (laughs) than go one more moment uh, lying about it and feeling weird. And it's honestly served me pretty well. What I've found is um, people generally, every now and then someone feels very weird that you shared your feelings with them, but mostly people are just like oh yeah no I wasn't mad at you or they say they were and man that's a fucking nightmare but that doesn't usually happen
1: uh... <laughs> <laughs> well because that's the, the worst thing that's the worst thing that could happen because then your anxiety wins an argument with you because it's like no yes. I can't be that bad and you're no they're totally fucking you're the fucking worst person and then when they're like yeah, yeah. They're but then that also gives you the opportunity to fix it you know so there's always, there's always mm-hmm. that silver lining but with, that, which is is also more difficult because guess what that's more feelings that's more mm. vulnerability that's more, more feelings of, yeah yeah it's more all of that and stuff.
0: dealing with anything is is the root of all stress
1: if you didn't ever have
0: to deal with something then you never everything would be fine hey man um, there wouldn't be addicts yeah. if we didn't
1: have to deal with things <laughs> i know
0: I probably wouldn't do (laughs) stand-up.
1: Probably same. (laughs) It is the only thing that makes me feel good (laughs) anymore. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I know. It's uh, the most fun. I was so grateful to... I mean, I don't know about you, but I spent a lot of time in quarantine thinking I'm going to quit or wondering if I'm going to quit because being a comedian in lockdown was so fucking painful. Like I, you know, I've had like some things happen on the internet that people liked, but in general, I'm not, I don't connect with people on the fucking internet the way some of our peers do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was just like sitting in quarantine, seeing people be different versions of successful as an internet comic and trying so desperately to fucking make content from my room and just, Banging my head against the wall and not feeling good about it, mm-hmm. and uh, so I honestly was like, I might stop. And then I came out, I started doing stand up again, and I loved it immediately. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, I love it. And I really <clears throat> think that a lot of people came out of quarantine and did stand up and realized they don't love it yes. and stopped. And uh, and that's I a love those people. I too. love
1: those people. I know. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: good for and honestly like <laughs> similarly like i've ducked out of social media in a lot of ways which is uh is sort of similar like i don't really want to be a social media comic mm-hmm. i want it to be an extension of my live shit and um and so i've uh yeah and i, I well yeah so that's just a long way of saying i i kind of law lo- i lost my understanding of whether or not i love it and i do yeah and that's great And thank God, you know? Well, for for me,
1: it was like, I thought it was a really good, like, resetting point for a lot of people because, you know, before all of this happened, there was just so many times I would see people just talking about how, Fucking stand up sucked. And, and it was just like, dude, you literally don't have to do this. Like, you shouldn't. Like, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like you're in a, a toxic relationship that you can very easily get yeah. out of. The difference is, is stand up isn't, isn't, uh, it's not, <laughs> stand up isn't giving you a black eye and you should be scared to leave. Like, nobody needs you. Like, nobody needs any of yeah. us. We are the most superfluous profession that exists. And, but what was nice though is that what I learned is, is that like, because I can't not do it. I can't. That's why I was one of those people that was like trying to do it on the internet, trying to make it work that way because I can't not do it. It makes me go fucking insane when I can't do it. So I, uh, <laughs> and so I just, uh, it was it was interesting to me to see people stop doing it for long enough to go, oh, I don't have to. No, you don't have to. If you, If it doesn't make you feel whole or give you any kind yeah. of joy- Don't do it, baby. You don't got to do anything you don't want to do. And I think that was like a big setting, not even just stand up, but like people in their lives like, oh, that's why they don't want to go back to a shitty job that doesn't treat them well, doesn't give them any perks, doesn't pay them well enough to live. Go fuck yourself. No, I'll sell my shit on Etsy. I'll sell my fucking crocheted uh, fucking dicks or whatever it is. Make money that way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know someone that sells crocheted dicks? (laughs) No, but... Because (laughs) uh, someone should.
1: (laughs) There's no way it doesn't exist. I know somebody that that makes crocheted nipples and titties. So there's got to be dicks out there.
0: Yeah, there's got to be dicks. People love dicks. Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I would even even extend that to say, uh, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do in comedy. Like, Mm -hmm. I... I had this realization I had this realization with a couple things before quarantine, mm-hmm. And then quarantine really hammered it home. And, like I think the the people who were doing a lot of stand up and hating it and then ended up leaving during or after quarantine is an extension of this. Like there's something about what we do where, like you get into it because you have you're a fan of it. you like performing. You have some sort of image of where you could be. And then you just start and you have no other context for it other than what you've seen in comedy and heard in comedy, uh, in the world. And then you start, but then when you start, you're immediately around so many comedians and every comedian has, uh, a voice that's validated by crowds. Like even the worst comedian goes to an open mic and some people listen to them on a regular basis, Yeah, which makes you think that your opinions matter (laughs) and that's (laughs) fine i guess except that now we're a community of thousands of people every single one of those people uh thinks their opinion is correct and matters because audiences tell them that every day and so we're just yelling our opinions at each other all the time Mm -hmm. and you end up having all this advice and all these rules that are given to you by your peers and people that are bigger than you and, and just this sort of like general comedy zeitgeist is formed that includes basically you got to do everything all the time, always, or you'll never be anything. That's the general, because it's so hard to do it. Right. And I remember like, I remember like when I started so many comedians telling me, You got to do all of it. You got to have a podcast. You got to do Twitter. You got to do Facebook. And then it later became Instagram and TikTok and all this shit. Mm -hmm. And you got a tour and you got to have a pilot and you got to fucking all this shit. Right. And so we all do all of that, even though most of our dreams only included like a couple of those things. Yeah, sure. And so I I think that one of the reasons comedy has so many stressed out people who like hate a lot of what they do is is that. Because it's so hard. Granted, it's stressful to, to do a thing that's really hard to make it anyway. Like that's painful to not sure. to just like know it it might not happen and you just like work forever or trying. For nothing. So that's right. already painful yes. f- for all mm-hmm. of us, right? But then similarly on top of that, when it seems like you got like I I hate tweeting. I fucking hate it. And I did it for years. And it's like a lot of us don't like it, but I think very specifically to me, being on Twitter, all of the... El- like, I don't mind Instagram. Instagram doesn't bother me. I kind of like posting photos and writing captions. I don't really hate TikTok either. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate Twitter. And uh, one day, I just was like, oh, I don't have to. My whole community to- tells me I have to, but they're wrong. We are wrong. We don't have to do any of it. If you don't want a podcast, you don't need one. And you know Why? Because sure, getting your name out there will help your career. But if you do something that makes you feel terrible in your soul the whole time you're doing it <laughs> and you're unhappy, then your comedy's going to suck and you won't have any friends and you'll want to die. And then why are you doing it anyway?
1: <laughs> also, so, there's no way that that podcast is fucking listenable after a few no episodes. Shit.
0: <laughs> Just, yeah, I've completely reversed my feeling that you got to get your name out there in every way. Mm. I think you got to get your name out there in one to two ways, tops.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, that was like that was a conversation I had with somebody. Pick three. Yeah. That's it. Pick your top three and work on those. <laughs> but that was the other thing too, is like yeah, I remember totally. having that conversation with uh, like either industry type folks where I was like, oh, I, you know, I have to do and they're like, no, you just have to pick one and make one. You have to you you don't have to be have all of these people following you on all of these platforms in order for it to matter. Like you just have to pick one. Yeah. One is enough. And then they go, Oh, look, people enjoy what this person does, you know? Um, yeah. and like <laughs> and it's uh it's pretty like uh it was like what was like it was who was it? It was Shane Moss had a great yeah, I think oddly enough it was a tweet but it was a great tweet where it was like 20 years ago you just had to try to be a really good stand up comedian and now you have to be a stand up comedian mm-hmm. a social media influencer a publicist a video editor a graphic designer <laughs> like, and, yeah. and you, can, you have to do all of these things and like no company has one person doing all of those things but for some reason yeah. you have to be an artist and an activist and you have to say all the right things and you can never fuck up and like all right. of these other things too it's like yeah of course we're all anxious of course (laughs) everybody's scared totally (laughs) totally it's like oh yeah and you want me to just be witty all the fucking time too
0: (laughs) yeah oh man that's another thing it's hard for me to remember so so it's not like i've what i'm about to say i'm i'm not successful with this Always. So, you know, please don't think I'm saying I'm so great or something, but I, Mm. something I really try to remember is that in social situations, I don't have to talk and comedy and comedy parties and just wanting to be the star has really taught me like, keep talking, man, always try to be funny. Mm -hmm. But we're all doing that all the time and we're all comics hanging out. And when I remember when I'm hanging out with comedians that I can just listen and be and laugh, I'm always so much happier because it removes all of my stress. I like don't have anything and all every other comic always wants to be joking anyway. So just let them do it. And man, that has, that is such a, every time I do it, it's a gift I give myself. And I hope (laughs) I do it more and more.
1: When I think that even outside of comedians, like people in general that are like that, uh, you know, they're always the one there's there's always people at a party you know, where somebody is trying to hold court or something like that. And sometimes it's fun. And like, as long as you're, usually you got to socially pass the baton to people. Otherwise it is annoying. And and like, and I think a lot of (laughs) times because we have to do that, you know, when you got to be on, on a podcast, you got to be on, you got to make sure these people who don't know who you are that know why they should listen to you ever. Like all of these things that like, there's this like, uh, and for me, it was like, and I've talked about this before where it's like, I'm also a short woman in a circle of mostly men, almost all the time. So if I am not talking, right. I don't fucking get to talk. So it was like, it created a lot of bad habits of me, like interrupting people and like, you know, being louder than I need to be. So like just shit like that, where it's just like, Oh, okay. Well, it's just because nobody fucking listened to me, you know, it's like being aggressive right. when I don't need to be aggressive. And it's like, it is like a new, like realization and i think a healthy one to be like oh no uh, the cool people in social situations are the ones that don't say anything and then sniper <laughs> in this fucking really beautifully thought out quip yes. and then everybody busts up and laughs cuz guess what you didn't have to do fucking anything except like one make yeah. one line and then be the hero of the story come on dude like that's the that's the cool person <laughs> right you know right yeah, I, told, I totally right. get it. No, I totally. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, and it's understandable that comedians are not like that. And I, you see it especially uh, – I see it the most in L.A. Now, granted, I started in L.A. and I'm there the most, so maybe that's why. But, like, great comedians move to L.A. and have trouble getting stage time. That's just the nature of L.A. It's, like, hard. It's harder to get up. Um, sure. Even with credits under your belt, with, like, everyone knowing you and thinking you're funny – it's just how it is. And so you'll go to parties in L.A. and you'll see comics like holding court. And and it's like, oh, this is their set. <laughs> today. Yeah. And so it's like totally understandable. Like, oh, yeah, I found some open micers that are going to listen to me. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking I'm going to, you know, get some stage time in right now, yeah. even if they don't even mean to. So I get it. And I've been that guy too a bunch of times, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's. uh but it also, feels so much I better think you not. and I
1: hung out at that whatever the fuck that bar was on Sunset and we laughed our fucking tits off uh, because it wasn't like yeah. that. We were just having a genuine conversation, but two funny, right. funny people.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: We're not trying to prove anything yeah, to I each mean, other.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's probably what I'm talking about. Losing that feeling and just like it's hard to Sean Patton said to me once something that I think about kind of a lot. I don't remember exactly what we were talking about, but he said in response to something I was bitching about, he was like, he was like, isn't it weird how hard it is to remember that comedy is fun when it's the most fun thing. Yes. And I think about that all the time. And it's because of what we're talking about. We want to make it, we want it real bad. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so it's excusable, but yeah, like to let it go and make it just be that like what is it really it's getting to perform and it's getting to hang out with your friends those are my two favorite things yes uh and there's all these like in order to do it though and keep doing it in the like getting better at it i have to like get myself in front of people and all this other bullshit that i don't want to think about but i have to and that's what makes me forget but when you can remember yeah Oh yeah, I'm in a bar with 3 of my friends just hanging out. This doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so I get better. to do the
1: coolest thing that you could ever do. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, the thing I always like to totally. tell people don't like as a reminder is, "Hey, you get paid for your thoughts." Like, that's fucking mm-hmm. pretty cool, dude. That's pretty fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually, this is a great segue into one of the things I wanted to talk shit about. Oh, okay. Today. Let's do it. What is it? If you're down. Oh, yeah. So, I I don't know exactly how to say what the, the thing that peeves me is, but mm-hmm. I guess the best way of saying it is, I don't like it when people take stand-up jokes seriously, and and that's o- like an obvious thing. But mm-hmm. I so sp- this thing happened to me yesterday. I have like um, I have a TikTok. I but I only post stand-up videos on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And and a thing happened that I like. Honestly, I'm really grateful for because I posted a joke that me. It doesn't matter. And then people reacted to it the way that people react to a lot of types of stand up nowadays. And it made me like, you know, the, everybody getting mad at Chappelle bugs me f- for a specific reason. I think it's annoying that he takes his own stand-up that seriously, and I think it's annoying that everyone else takes his stand-up that seriously, too. Yes. And I'm, like, not even talking about the politics of it. I'm not talking about whether you love the special or hate the special. I, quite Mm -hmm. frankly, didn't even watch it because I'm so fucking irritated that comics think they're special, that they think they're fucking philosophers. Even the fact
1: that it's called a special. Mm. Like, I had a lot of feelings about that. (laughs) I had a lot of feelings about that. We are
0: joking. Yeah, (laughs) We were, like, forgetting that we're joking. And, like, he definitely forgot he was joking because he, and, man, killing him softly, his first special might be my favorite one. Mm -hmm. I've been such a big fan a long time, but it's so serious with him now, and he's talking about this shit that's intense and, like, about other human beings and then everyone gets mad and it's like, what are we doing? I'm just like, when did this become political fucking speeches and why do people think of it that way? And, uh, and that already has been irritating me with comedy. I blame on Hannah all sides Gatsby. of it. <laughs> Her too. That's special. It's like Fuck. It's the same I, thing. Uh... That's the whole
1: thing is a lot of people were like thing. It's the same thing, dude. Like if you want, you it's can't the same shit thing. on Hannah and then be like, but Chappelle, because it was like each one after each Netflix one after Netflix one. I was like, but what this is the clapter that people like could criticize. Like Uber lefties that are like, you know what I'm saying? That are going on stage yes. and just being it's like, "It's the same thing." People of color are people, okay? And that's the end of that j- joke. <laughs> like, okay. Why are you saying that in stand up comedy? <laughs> why,
0: why would that ever be a stand up joke? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, TED, uh, I, Ted
1: talk comedy. I hate all, all of it. I just like the whole thing is.
0: Well,
1: it's, I want to bring joy. It's especially
0: frustrating for like <laughs> watching a watching a a comedian. Who was clearly so good at it, like Chappelle is, mm-hmm. uh, act like like he gets up there and he he's like smoking a cigarette and he's like orating mm-hmm. and he speaks with this gravitas. And uh, and then later you find out in and there's jokes in there too, I think. I don't know. I like I said, I didn't even watch yeah. it, but you know, there's what I'm saying. jokes in there. Uh, yeah. But and then he, he he like puts these videos up of him like talking about his opinions and then in interviews he talks about him. So clearly He this is actually how he feels and he thinks it matters. And the thing that especially bothers me about that is that this your talent isn't political thought. Your talent isn't, that's not what we do. If you act like that's what you do, then you're ignoring that what you did was you spent hours and hours and hours and days and probably months of your life trying to figure out how to write. And when you write, what you're doing is you're trying to exude, when you're writing comedy, you're trying to learn how to put words together in such a way that it makes people laugh. Yes. That's your talent. Yes. You didn't learn how to fucking analyze the world. You didn't learn political theory. You didn't do anything. Maybe you learned elements of that along the way, But the thing that you taught yourself how to do, your talent, your skill, your industry, is that. And so you can't then take that skill, stand on stage and make uh, and like yell opinions at people and be like, well, they're correct because. You learned how to fuck with people's heads in order to make them laugh. Yeah, so, yeah, it's still so mani- it's still manipulation.
1: At the at the, at the at the end it's of the day, it's manipulation exactly. And, and I talk I've talked about that before. I have a bit where I talk about how I'm pro manipulation because all ultimate you at the, the, the you being the audience have come here and gave me money to manipulate you into feeling good to make it, to convincing you to forget about whatever the fuck you have going on and listen to the dumb shit that I say in the correct order that makes you go. Ha, 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 ha. That's my fucking job. And that's what my job will be until I'm fucking dead. I'm never going to be that. You know why? Because I didn't go to school for it. I dropped out of college so I could tell fucking dick jokes. And the, the other part of that that is super annoying is because of that, because of the... "Quote unquote truth tellers," who, which a lot of them raised me. George Carlin, like, like uh, fucking uh, Bill Hicks. I love Bill Hicks. A lot of the shit was his yeah. speech. It was a uh, prose. It was not comedy. It was not punchline for punchline. Right. Pl- plenty of it is brilliant, and I uh, agree with you. And like, and that's the other thing too: right. is like, do people now? It seems like more people want to be agreed with more than they want to make people yes. laugh. And that's the part. If you want to do that, that is still also okay. But don't call it a fucking, comedy special because here's the thing. People yes. will still listen to it because they like your brain. They like the way that you think. Like that's why most people enjoy comedy, certain comedians because I, I like it was, it's that old fucking line from private parts. Why do the people that like him listen to him? Cause I want to know what he has to say next. Why do people that hate him listen to him? Cause I want to know what he's got to say next. They already like your brain. You yeah, don't yeah. gotta fucking dil- dilute the definition of what this is, which is we are here to entertain and to make people laugh, to Bring joy, you know. So it, it's the same thing. It because of that, I blame that. Uh, in that, like now, people. They can't hear a joke without it being like, did that really happen? Who gives a fuck? Do you go into right. watching Game of Thrones going, did that guy really fuck his sister? Or do I have to be dressed right. in fucking period garb in order for you to digest fucking fiction? Like, that's the whole point is so- to embellish life to make it interesting because life is fucking boring, bro. It's fucking boring. Sorry. Right, so here's <laughs> I did no, it's not okay. uh, I agree. <laughs> I did not No, I that agree with a... the
0: rant. But you like said some you what you said was so great because here here is what happened to me literally last night, Carmen, mm. that made me think about all of this. Um I have a video on TikTok and Instagram mm-hmm. that's a stand-up bit I did recently and honestly, I don't even think it's a bit that's going to end up in my act. I like it but I like watched the video and I was like, I think that's probably the best I'm ever going to do that. So mm-hmm. I put it online mm-hmm. and I like it. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm real funny. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, no, no. So I post this bit and the bit is about how Snapple facts are not true. Right. And, right. Uh, and I go on this rant about how, and oh, this I like is a that thing. One. I like shared if you that look one because at-
1: I liked it. I thought it was funny.
0: Oh, that's right. You've seen the video. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like, found out that Snapple facts are not true. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, uh, like, the under the cap of a Snapple, the facts there, some of them are true. Some of them are not true. And I was ranting and raving about it at my show in L.A. And I posted the video, right? And um, more, it's like the video I have on TikTok that's getting shared the most. And it's, mm-hmm. like, the kind of the only one that's gotten into the algorithm at all. So for the first time, I'm having a video being shared around and people are commenting on it. And, you know, look, for the most part, people are just being, like, LOL or whatever. It's not yeah. everybody. But there, there's a sizable percentage of the people watching it that are, like, this is bullshit. Snapple facts are real. And one guy wow. commented this, like, really cunty thing. The, the comment is literally just, um, Snapple facts are real. That, that was the comment. Mm-hmm. And I saw that in my notifications, and I was, like, he wrote the word, um, Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And I was like, what's this guy's deal? And I went to his account, Mm -hmm. and he had made a response video, but he hadn't responded to me. He just, like, made a video, and then the caption of his video was, sorry about your comedy bit, bro. (laughs) And then... It was, I'm not fucking with you, it was a screen video of him going to Snapple's website on his phone, Mm -hmm. going to their FAQ, and in their FAQ is a question, are Snapple facts real? And then he reads the answer, and the answer on Snapple.com is, our real facts are researched by fact checkers, and so they are real. And then it's just him saying, sorry man, I guess you're just wrong about that, or something like that.
1: Oh, geez. And
0: I just like, there are like, you know, 10, 15, 20 people who've made comments like this. And I just am like, it bothered me at so many levels. On the first, it's like, they just are not real. They just aren't actually. Yeah. <laughs> and there are a bunch of examples of that. But that doesn't bug me. That doesn't bug me at all. You can fucking disagree with me and that's fine. The first way that that really fucking bothers me is that like, why did you get so mad? So let's say hypothetically, I do a stand up bit that's just 100% wrong and I post it on the internet and mm-hmm. I'm saying facts that are not wrong. You know what you could do? You could go, you could comment, hey, I think you're wrong. Uh, you could message me and be like, hey, I actually think that you were wrong about this. Mm-hmm. And then if you did, the way that I would react is I would Google it and I would be like, oh fuck, you're right, ha <laughs> ha, man, I was wrong. And then we could all laugh about that. And then maybe later I'll post another video of me being like, "Ah, fuck, I was wrong about that. But if if I say something that's wrong and then you come at me with, hey, moron, you said something fucking wrong, you fucking moron. Well, then I'm going to get defensive and I'm going to be like, well, fuck you, and I don't care if I'm wrong and I hope you die. And so you've created this situation in which someone is like an asshole for being wrong, (laughs) and that's crazy. Like, human beings are constantly making mistakes. And so- so that's the first thing that it may, and I'm so happy that my bit is about Snapple because if it were about trans people or identity politics or Nanette or any of this this shit yeah. that people around comedy have so many opinions about, then I would have this convoluted understanding of what my feelings of it are, and I wouldn't be able to see that the reality is that just no matter what we're talking about, you should just l- see someone being wrong, incorrect, or disagreeing with you, and react like a human being, and just give them a moment to perhaps hear you and then respond like <laughs> well, a human. Dude, being. Well, dude, I mean,
1: like now you're talking about like what is wrong with every like the uh, how we've been communicating with each other for the last five years, right? You know, like totally. that's all. Oh, like yeah. that's you know, if you open with snowflake, or you racist piece of shit? Either way, uh, <laughs> no one's right. gonna listen yeah. to anything after that. Yeah, that's just not a right. good. That's just bad. And we're communication. not giving each other
0: exactly mm. exactly everything and and also it's so it's such intense feeling like why why does it make you feel this way for someone else to say something <laughs> I, I just can't and so uh but then the biggest one is is that i'm doing stand up mm-hmm. and like the people that are in my comments being like this idiot blah or whatever the fuck they say like uh you're wrong it's like You're really not understanding what my priority was with posting this video. I don't care if I'm right or wrong at all. It doesn't bother me that I'm wrong. Like, again, I don't think I am. There's like a bunch of articles about how they're not. But let's say, hypothetically, I'm just totally wrong because I didn't do a bunch of research. You know why I didn't do a bunch of research, Carmen? Because I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. What's also we're not researchers. (laughs) We're comedians.
1: Most of us dropped out of fucking school, like, and we're telling jokes. Like this is our trade. This isn't a fucking. (laughs) You know what I mean? This is us learning how to weld. Like,
0: (laughs) stop coming to us. I just really need totally (laughs) don't don't watch stand up comedy and be like this person means this and i'll also say like i want to be someone who means what i say and i'll I'll always try to do that and so my feelings and opinions are included in my stand-up and if you watch me like sometimes i'll do some social justice shit sometimes i used to do it a lot i used to do all the time i don't really so much anymore kind of because of what we're talking about now Mm. i uh but i share fact opinions and feelings but it's never my priority and so like I'll like completely gut and throw my own feelings and opinions in the trash to get a laugh. And you'll see me do it Mm -hmm. in bits where I'm ranting about an opinion. It almost always ends with me saying I'm lying and full of shit and saying the opposite thing because it's funny to, Mm -hmm. (laughs) to throw your own feelings in the garbage. Yeah. And, uh, I wouldn't have said any of it if I didn't think it included punchlines that would make you laugh really hard. And like, like, man, there are people commenting on the video. One woman was like, he didn't give any examples about, I didn't say any facts, snapple facts that were wrong. Um, so there, there oh, are thanks people for the that tag. are just like, now wait I a minute. Now I can
1: go make up someone that I can go make yes. up. Yeah.
0: I know I'm like writing a bit about this and the bit is like, like I'm very excited that these people did this, but don't, Don't, like, mark my words. The only reason this is exciting to me is that I have a new five now. (laughs) It doesn't matter to me that I'm right. It doesn't matter to me at all. I'm trying to fucking entertain you. Yeah. And I, like, oh, man, I will, I'll carry this even further. Something that that has happened to me before with other comedians, and this, wow, this really is something that we, uh, talk about pet peeves. It turns out that this is something that's bothered me For a decade, Carmen. So Mm -hmm. thank you for having me on your show. Uh, I, like, I so deeply feel this way that, like, I'm kind of always lying on stage emotionally. Like, and we all are. I would argue that we all are. Even if you're being the most yourself you could possibly be, you're being, like, an adrenaline-fueled alpha version of yourself. Yes. Because no person is constantly fucking talking, first of all. But also, like... I lean into feelings on stage. And so those feelings come from a genuine place, but also I play them up because it's fun to play them up. It's fun. Even right now I'm performing on your podcast. I don't feel as worked up about this as I am right now, but I'm a comedian and this is what we're doing. So I'm leaning into it. Sure. And I remember one time I was on stage. I was on stage at Blueberry Hill in St. Louis. Have you ever been there?
1: No, I have not.
0: Uh, it's a music venue in downtown St. Louis or like whatever, the cool part of St. Louis, partially owned by Chuck Berry. And I did not know that, but I'm a big music fan. I love Chuck Berry and I'm in the Elvis room, which is the downstairs basement room mm-hmm. of Blueberry Hill, the same night that Chuck Berry is playing upstairs. And wow. so I'm doing a set and Chuck Berry's playing up fucking stairs. And I'm like ranting and raving about how cool that is. And I have some like, punchlines I'd come up with before my set and I'm riffing and it's and I am just bombing like no one cares about <laughs> anything I'm saying and um and then I start like getting worked up about the fact that I'm bombing talking about how exciting it is and I start lashing out at the crowd and saying fuck you you should be excited for me I'm performing at the same place that chuck berry is and, and a comedian that i to this day i'm still close friends with uh who i love don't get me wrong <laughs> he totally misinter- misinterprets what's happening to me and raises his hand and uh he raises comedian raised his hand during my set to interrupt me and i was like yes and he's like uh chuck berry owns this place and he performs here like five times a week and uh he says this out loud. And uh, and then it's silence. And then I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I just started flipping out. That I have completely misinterpreted this situation, and I was like, "Did everyone else here know that he performs here all the time, and I shouldn't be excited?" And they're like, "Yeah." And uh, and so then I go on this like big emotional screaming rant about how stupid I am mm-hmm. that I didn't know this thing that everyone in the room knew, and I made a fool of myself, and we're all laughing about how what a fool I am and what a dumbass, and how did I not know? And uh, and I, I referenced it during the set, and I kept calling back to oh, what yeah, a moron so I was fun. in that yeah, bit. You, you
1: connected with him. yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly After the set This comic comes up to me And he's like Hey man Why were you so mad at me The whole set And I was like I wasn't And he was like, well, you kept yelling about what a moron you were and like shitting on me for raising my hand during the set. And uh, sure, I will say it's like, don't interrupt my set. (laughs) That's like (laughs) all that's going to bother me. One, but uh, but two, it's just
1: like when somebody, (laughs) if a set's going kind of only okay and then you can build a uh, rapport of hatred towards a heckler that interrupts (laughs) the set, they they become a sacrificial lamb for the greater good of the entire show.
0: Also, if I'm up here acting like I'm having a panic, which is what was happening. I was leaning into panicking Mm -hmm. and I was like having a known panic attack. If you're watching me on stage and I'm saying I'm having a panic attack and I'm acting panicky and I'm freaking out, but I'm also crushing, I'm doing great. And so I was just I guess my point is he came up to me. He was like, are you okay? Why are you so mad at me? Are you panicking? Do you need help? Mm -hmm. I I was just like bro I crushed yeah I'm doing great (laughs) yeah like that and I was just really shocked uh that uh he didn't know that I guess is my point Mm. uh and it seemed that's happened to me a few times where where I've like leaned into being really panicky on stage Mm -hmm. and comics have come up to me and been like are you all right and I'm like yeah, performing.
1: I wonder if Louis Black gets that. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel <laughs> like I wonder if Louis yes. Black I mean, yes. it's uh, like mm-hmm. it's just like, no, yes. it's just I'm doing a thing and it worked. Like uh it's I'm just Yeah, it worked. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if it's working, that's I guess my point. And I now feel a little bad because he is a good buddy of mine and and uh I think so they what, good buddies probably do listen fucking dumb things. We'll talk about this. Whatever.
1: friends yeah, you're do damn dumb right. things all Fuck the
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> no <Nah>, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just it is shocking to me to to look at someone killing and not get that that's good. Whatever they're doing, they're performing. Yeah. It's not like...
1: When you collapse on stage, I will <laughs> generate concern. But other until that happens, Absolutely. or until I talk to you if afterwards and you tell me how you really feel, then I'll go from that. But I know up there, you are not being like, you're not like, you're doing something. You're not.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm I'm doing work. Yeah. I'm working. And it might if I feel bad, it's totally separate. It has it, it is unrelated. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But on a side just note, in general, much like I a do service feel... dog,
1: don't fucking touch him while he's working. <laughs> don't interrupt his <laughs> <set>. Yes.
0: <laughs> the the big point is like it is really shocking to me just in general mm. that we that we culturally amongst comedians and fans of comedy Think that stand up comedy is anything but performing. It just, that's just what it is. And right, it's so right. annoying to me that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking annoying. We're all doing a thing up there, you know?
1: Yeah. Well,
0: now, that was, that was, here, here's ahead. the problem. What? I, I think that like some like assholes will use what I just said as an excuse to say like Nazi shit. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: yeah, that's yeah. still
0: not okay. Just so you know.
1: <laughs> For sure. <laughs>
0: You still, like, you know, shouldn't sow hatred. (laughs) It's just, like, it is performing
1: right no and I get that that's the that's mm-hmm. the unfortunate is like everybody always thinks about the context of extremes when there is most of them yes. is in between the extremes most of what we're doing mm-hmm. um, and most because most people aren't spilling hate speech on stage most people aren't doing yeah. that Um, there still are people that are almost doing that. no one is yeah almost no yeah. one is and uh, there's but still, some people are Sure, yeah. some people are and that doesn't so it's like the the wide brushstrokes of all in every one and all comedians and all that shit it that's where when we're speaking in absolutes when there's such a a very grand scheme and most of it is gr- the gray area most of it is the bell curve yeah. in the middle you know and um and that's yeah. part of the reason why it's like i also get why people like talk about can't even though I don't think cancel culture is a real thing that where's the culture first of all but it's like it's not that it's also (laughs) like you know there's 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 a lack of culture if I'm being honest but (laughs) this all brings it back to the thing with Chappelle when Chappelle was like one of the my favorite quotes of him is where he talks about revel in being wrong. Like the funniest things yes. that you will ever say on stage are wrong. And then he got precious yeah. about being wrong, where it was just like, right. You're the one that's committing to this. So why are you taking yourself so seriously when you have been literally telling us this whole time that we shouldn't be taking ourselves seriously? Uh, and yeah, I get that you're it's the annoying. butt of the fucking joke. Yeah. And I get that you're like, like, like uh well, that, that's the other thing too. And I don't know if this is true. And because again, I am not a scientist or sociologist. I don't have the data, but I also don't know if this is because there are way more people on the spectrum now than there ever have been too. So there's a lot of nuance oh, sure. that is lost. There's a lot of like social yeah. cues that are like sarcasm that isn't taken up. Like, so a lot of times I'll read some of this shit and it's just like, oh, do you not know that I am joking? Is that what it is? Like I try right. to give people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, you know, except when they start calling me a fat cunt, then it's like, OK, I th- think you definitely um, are mm-hmm. just making a choice here. This isn't you and misunderstanding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> if that's all you got out of this video, then maybe uh, we're probably not going to be able to communicate effectively anyways. But, um, yeah. So it's like, I don't know if it's that, but I can't help but wonder if that has something to do with it, because this is happening more than we've ever had before. And there are more uh, people on the spectrum now than there ever have been before. Uh, you know, so it's like,
0: wow. You know, what's funny is that I actually do. I just think that you're right, that that's a big part of it. mm -hmm. And that's a thing that you can't, um, you can't ask people to not be that. And it's okay to be that. And so it's just like a thing We got to deal with. Because you you also
1: don't see that Uh, as much in live shows. You don't see people coming up to you as much uh, going, that's that's not, you're incorrect. Like, you know, like usually people that enjoy comedy and so much so they're willing to pay for it, understand nuance and uh you know even right. I mean, they're, they're, you might get a drunkie every once in a while that doesn't fucking get it or whatever and that's fine or they might not get a particular bit wrong. but they'll get yeah they'll get the entire arc oh you're kidding you know uh, you yeah, see somebody right. for 30 minutes to an hour at some this point. This is
0: generally for fun. Yeah. If yeah. you
1: haven't picked up on it that we're fucking around here, then that's definitely mm-hmm. on yeah. you, you know? And you also have the context right. of other people laughing and stuff like that. Whereas the so people who are online, well, a lot of times people who don't go out already, already don't have social skills or introverts or whatever the case may be. There's a myriad of things, but they're also not going to be able to have the context. I mean, even there is an audio one of people laughing, like whenever people are like not funny on a joke where I'm crushing? I'm like, oh, you're <laughs> wrong. I don't know if you heard everyone yeah. laughing there. <laughs> but there's way more of them than there yeah. are of you commenting. Like,
0: <laughs> Well, the other thing I'd say in that scenario is like when, like that, imagine writing, like I th- try to picture what it, what would bring me to say that. Mm-hmm. Like in order, specifically on a video of somebody killing and then you write not funny. That means... Like it takes a lot for me to comment. Like I don't care. Yeah,
1: I, I don't would either. have to be
0: made emotional about it. So they're like taking it personally that a crowd disagrees with them so, sort of mm-hmm. like I, like this guy with the the Snapple facts. I was thinking about it like it's so specifically funny because like in order to Write um Snapple Facts Are Real and then make your own video about how Snapple Facts Are Real citing the Snapples website about it, you have to take it personally. You have to be like,
1: Yeah, he hate This researched. guy is an
0: asshole yeah, for talking ha- shit about Snapple. he hate
1: research to joke, so that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> which which makes sense to me if it's about identity politics. Like at least I can understand how you could emotionally get there. But if but like what is Snapple to you? Hmm. Are you the president of Snapple? <laughs> like, why, <laughs> yeah. why did it bother you that I was talking shit about Snapple? How did it get to you? And that's the thing is I think that there, there's some sort of, like, personality characteristic that I'm, I just don't have, that I don't see, of like, something getting to me that doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Or things mattering to me that don't really matter.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, but that's always been know. like that's always yeah. been a comedy uh I don't know if it would be a trope or a thing but like I mean, one of my favorite guys that does this is like Chris Porter. I've seen him go on a rant about ketchup for four minutes. That man doesn't genuinely yeah. care that much about ketchup, but the fact of that course. he's so upset about it is funny. Like, you know what I mean? And that I mean, works it's th-
0: the premise of your podcast.
1: Yeah. It is what your podcast is. Yes,
0: We're talking about this show. This is a snake this eating is its own tail if I've ever meta. seen
1: this one. <laughs> <accidentally> <laughs> a very yeah totally
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> man kind of on a similar note you know it's another big pet peeve of mine i mm-hmm. realized when i was thinking about this is that like and i'll and I'll actually say this too i love new york city uh, and i'll i love it so much that i am moving there i'm about to go by coastal it's Ooh, been a big plan it's you. taken a Very lot of nice. figure in but i'm doing mm-hmm. it it's hard but i figured it out and i'm gonna do it And there's so much that goes into it. I love doing stand up there. I haven't ever lived there and blah, blah, blah. Right. But I love New York also in it. I just like love being there. I love how it works. And one of the things that I love about New York city is that New Yorkers know how to walk. They know how to walk down the (laughs) fucking street in a way that people in other cities just do not know how Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles, is the worst because people don't walk anywhere. And I just, I just need you to know that when you're walking down the street, so are other people. <laughs> you're not the only person in the fucking world that's walking down Santa Monica Boulevard right now. And so if you're wandering left and right and stopping and starting and looking at your phone and looking around <laughs> someone at any moment could be trying to get around you and you're making that fucking hard for them <laughs> when you're driving when you're driving down the, uh, any road mm-hmm. if you need to change lanes you check your fucking mirrors, you put your blinker on you change, if you're walking down the street walk in a fucking straight line and if you need to stop or, or change where you are look around to see if there's other people (laughs) around you that you're about to fucking crash into because you're a person, and so am I. (laughs) And it just is constant. It's just, and I'm man, I was just in New York City, and I was with my friend Mary Ann, and uh, we were walking down the street, and I was, like, checking something on my phone, and she said, hey, let's pull over to this tree right here and check this. Yeah. She grabbed me, she we walked to the side and we stopped (laughs) and she said the phrase pull over and it let other people walk by. And I was like, Oh my God, this is the first time in my life that this has ever happened. And it's how it should be every day. Yeah. I just can't (laughs) tell you how often there's someone in front of me, like, going super slow or i just really need to walk around them and yeah like, maybe you're late and they're not and maybe
1: I, you're a sunday fucking driver walking and i have to just, meet my friend that i'm late because the fucking train like yeah. was late getting me like whatever the case or is
0: two people holding hands walking down the sidewalk taking up the whole fucking sidewalk mm-hmm. like you, what do you want me to do? You want oh, me to step I'm into the sorry, street to get your around your right fucking date? It is
1: an inconvenience, motherfucker. <laughs> it is. It just is.
0: I want you to be in love, and I want you to walk hand in hand down the street with the awareness that there are other people on the street. I just, <laughs> like, truly, I, oh, man.
1: I've done that before because I try to to be very (laughs) mindful of that, you know, and um, there has been a time where I have like missed or I've like gotten disoriented or something. And the joke that, you know, because everybody's got like little social jokes that you do like to a server or something. My joke, uh, when I do that, when I fuck up, when I don't pull over quick enough. Right. And I but I'm aware. So I apologize. My joke is I always go. I drive the same way because it's that it is that. <laughs> it is that I go, I'm so right. sorry. I drive the right. same way. And then they're like, ah, oh, you're you're at least self-aware. And then, you know, they give you a little bit of a social pass and they well, don't you walk know, away going, that person's a piece of shit. Um
0: <laughs> Well, this brings me to another thing, which is that I honestly legitimately think anything, any anything that's not like uh abusive can be solved with an apology. Mm. And like, if those any of those people I was just complaining about were like, oh my god, I'm sorry, I would immediately we should just all have an awareness of this. Mm. And you know, I'm not like completely innocent. One time, actually I had a really bad one. Once I was leaving dynasty typewriter, this theater in LA and it was night. And I don't remember why, but I had was like frantically on my phone. I was mm-hmm. like trying to get a car or I had to, I had left in a flurry. I was trying to meet up with someone. I don't remember. And then I hear I'm walking down the sidewalk at night, looking at my phone And I hear, I hear, hello, hello, excuse me, what the fuck? And then I look up and a dude has fallen off his bird scooter right in front of me. Mm -hmm. And I think what happened was I was so like furiously using my phone that I was meandering on the sidewalk. And I had given this guy no out and he had just like run up on the thing and fallen over, you know? Yeah. Which was like, that's real shitty. And, uh. And so I look up, and he looks at me, and he's pissed, and it looks like he wants to fucking fight me. He, like, looks at me. He's like, what the fuck, dude? Watch where the fuck you're walking. And I just said, without even thinking, I was like, oh, my God, man. I am so sorry. I, you're right. I should have been looking up. This is all my fault. I'm really sorry. And then he calmed down completely. Yeah. And he goes, whoa, that was really aggressive of me. I'm really sorry. I should not have been so aggressive. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. And he goes, no, 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 no. And he picked up the scooter and he went away. And I was like, wow, that was like the most adult interaction I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Uh, it was wonderful. Yeah. Um, especially Can having we grown up in that? New York. Can we
1: normalize those
0: kinds yeah, exactly. of interactions?
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> the guy wanted to fucking beat my ass. Mm. And I said, sorry. And he was like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs>
1: All right. I think it's about the time we talk about Incubus before we go.
0: Oh, yeah. I fucking hate Incubus. Oh, Wh- boy. Why? Oh, God. I fucking I don't know, Carmen. I really don't know. because I like <laughs> uh, that was the first uh, for you listening. So, you know, she was like, what do you hate? First thing out of my mouth was Incubus. And I really and I should also say this. I'm not like a judge anyone for their music taste guy. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone listens to. Mm-hmm. I got so many guilty pleasures. I don't care, you know. I like Blink One Eighty Two. I like Coldplay. You know what I mean? Like sure. I fucking, I like all sorts of mainstream shit and dorky shit and all. And also, okay. So the first reason that Incubus gets under my skin is that I was in high school in the late '90s, and And so the shit that was really popular then was like booty ass hip hop and Mm -hmm. fucking new metal. And, you know, I didn't really feel like a part of the mainstream in so many ways. I, and you know, I had bullies and shit. And so there is a certain element of like the popular shit bothered me for that reason back then. And it's always going to like kind of stick in my craw. And I know that right. New metal, especially though bugged me. And I just think new metal sucks. I just think it fucking sucks. Sure. Um, but I even there are some corn songs I really love. There are some Limp Biscuit songs I really love. There are some Lincoln Park songs I really love, despite basically hating those three bands. <laughs> so like.
1: But there's no like incubus truly, there's, song that you love. There's but, not one. So
0: that's the thing. Like, if if corn, Limp Biscuit or, or Lincoln Park come on, I don't get mad. It's whatever. I can have fun, but there's just something about Incubus. When it comes on, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I, I fucking, I hate it. And I, I like, I don't really know why, but like, it, it's partially that. I know it's partially like the high school thing. I know was it's Was there the, like, a, the did you partially...
1: have like a, like an old girlfriend or something that really loved it? And like, after no. the breakup, you're like, I'd never no. could listen to it again or nothing. There's not even oh, like I a specific- I wish it was that.
0: <laughs> they weren't even like- Like something that I heard that much in high school. Mm. I like.
1: That was the first CD ah. I ever bought with my own money. I was an an FBLA, the future business leaders of America. Mm. Uh, There was like a convention (laughs) or whatever. And I was there in my little business suit. And I finally had like my own little money that I had earned. And like, um, we went to this music store and it was the first CD. I like, I had had music before that, but it was the Incubus make yourself CD. And I bought it, uh, with my own money. And, uh, cause I, I, cause I was like, I think in ninth grade or eighth grade or something like that. And it was like, yeah. um, it was like a big deal. When would for that me. have been? Huh?
0: When'd you graduate high school? When'd you graduate high school?
1: 2000 and. What year? Three, 2004.
0: Okay. Okay. So
1: all that stuff, all that stuff you were talking about when you were in high school was when I was like in middle school and the beginning of high school. So it's like, I remember all of that yeah. stuff. Like I remember being in wood shop in seventh grade and then like, three dollar bill y'all was the discussion of like from the cute blonde boy sure. billy that i had a crush on and then i was like what's this band biscuit i will listen to it because you're adorable <laughs> and then <laughs> and i was like oh this is a george michael song and then people were like what's that and i was like never mind uh this song's cool i guess
0: <laughs> yeah yeah uh funny i was
1: drafted drafting class yeah what it was yeah but uh, yes, I, yeah, I like like I, I there's a I mean it's a, for me it was it was cool because it would it had that new metal uh element to it, the edge if you will. Uh but he also had a really rad melodic voice, you know? Uh I was never one of those chicks that was like I love a band cuz he's so hot. Like that was never really my uh right. that was never really my jam. Um to like he does have a
0: nice voice yeah
1: he's got a great voice i mean
0: i you can't argue with that he just does have a nice voice i just you know what i think it is okay i uh, this is the only guess i have okay i have like um i fucking i really i just don't like it when people think they're cool and i've never liked that that's always bothered me (laughs) and uh and, and like and more than that just sort of like I don't know. Just there's something like I there's something there are all sorts of versions of a guy thinking they're cool sure. inside Incubus. It's like Sting is a good it's one. It's like <laughs> it's it's weird. It's Bono like I, I guess it probably <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. Like I I they don't bother me. Mm-hmm. I think that when people, I think there's something like new metal bugs me, and it also bugs me when people fucking love the beach. And if you're coming at me with like, this is new metal, but on the beach, which is like what Incubus is, uh, it's just like, yeah, I'm wearing <laughs> well, so board like shorts the and chili I'll fight you. <laughs> I fucking can't stand the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> I, <laughs> but. I do like old red hot chili peppers a lot. Before they got to the beach, you
1: don't like them. You just stop liking them when they go to the beach.
0: (laughs) Dude, I just, there's something, yeah, the sort of like California vibe, they're just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, take it easy, chill. It's like, and it's funny because I I love California. (laughs) I love it here. But this sort of like, um, I'm chill and I'm fucking popular and i'm um, cool and i play metal i'm like you're fucking full of shit <laughs> shut up i uh <laughs> this is bullshit this is, i just think it's a combination of a bunch of things that don't go together and it just annoys the crap out of me yeah it's a, um, it's a surfer yeah.
1: metal metal it's, it's a metal surfer that that doesn't <sighs> exist those two genres, that's there's no Venn diagram there. And so, like, them forcing it is the thing you're like, no, no, that's a star and a yeah. square. Those two fucking things don't <laughs> <Yes>. match up. <laughs>
0: because, it like, also just strikes me as disingenuous. I think that, like, I, I I think that the actual reason I don't like it when people act cool, because when I say cool, I don't mean cool. Like, or actual, I know a lot of cool people that are just, like, they're popular and uh, because they're good at what they do and they're nice to people. And that's like what an actual cool person is. If mm-hmm. uh, You can be nice and believe what you say and back up your word. And there's, there's people like that in the world sure. that are popular, right? But the, like, sort of Spicoli, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, leather jacket mm-hmm. version of cool, where we're like, wow, they're so cool. And it's someone with, like... Dope hair who dresses dope and they act aloof. Mm-hmm. Those people are lying. Sure. I don't want you to lie. I don't, I don't like it when your existence because like being cool. Like the, like incubus acts like whatever we're fucking, we don't, we don't have any problems. <laughs> That's what bothers me about it. You're acting like you don't have anxiety. You don't have depression. You don't have issues. You didn't have a hard life. You didn't have anyone be mean to you. Everything's easy for you. All you got to do is just take a chill pill and fucking relax. Then you're like, you're wrong. Your life isn't like that. You're acting like you've never been afraid and you're making us all feel Like, our fears and our problems make us weak, and fuck you for that. You should acknowledge your fears and anxieties and your weaknesses, because weakness is actually strength, and your weird, like, I'm not weak is making me feel bad. (laughs) And, uh, <laughs> that's I what it. I like about but it. I
1: think my favorite part of this, and and I always love finding these, my favorite part of this is you're like, I don't want you to lie to me, except if I'm on stage.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. It does contradict my whole thing where I was, he's performing, you know,
1: <laughs> he's trying that's to push true. that true Shit.
0: Well, I did start this off by saying I'm completely full of shit. <laughs> so, so we've proven that to be true.
1: <laughs> but I don't want you to oh, lie to me that so much, funny. okay? I want you to lie to me like a little bit. I like half lies. I like half truths, half lies. I don't want a completely made up bullshit. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing is that I actually do think like to your point about people not like processing nuance Mm. I do think there's a certain amount of like, like those people that were mad that I was talking shit about Snapple or whatever. Mm. There's this lack of understanding of exactly what you just said. Like, yeah, I mean what I say and yeah. I am being myself, but like also I'm kind of lying. Yeah. And most people get that. Yeah. Most people get that you're a cranked up version of yourself, but then there's a lot of like, no. It's 100% or 0%. And that's kind of what I'm saying about Incubus is I think that the degree to which Incubus is a lie is way too much. You're an artist. You don't fucking do push-ups on the beach and, like, fuck a bunch of people. What are we talking about here? uh, (laughs) That's the lie
1: of what artists are. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: That's the bullshit You're we sell to keep hero. people interested in it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I will say that there's a lot of that in in the music world. It's just like not a lot of it reaches the fame that incubus does, or maybe it does, and I just they're just a particular brand that bugs me, right? Because, yeah, I mean, you two is definitely that, yeah, but I'm, I like u two. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck
1: Well, wonderful. Well, uh, thanks for coming yeah. on.
0: <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> the everybody. sun has gone down as we were talking, and Wait, no, uh, like, it's,
1: made, it's made it very uh, dramatic, shadow. yeah.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: <laughs> people are going to think, uh, yeah, thanks people so that for watch having the video me. of this are going to think the second half of the podcast is way more serious than the first half. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. <laughs>
1: because of the dramatic sh- shading on your face. Because
0: I'm a fan of the opera now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell people where to find you. Plug some stuff.
0: Uh, So I'm at Dave to the Ross on everything. D-A-V-E-T-O-T-H-E-R-O-S-S. And uh, Dave to the com is my website. Uh, on the in those places you'll find uh you know i uh put up videos and uh, i have uh links to my podcasts and albums and shit i have a podcast with caleb sign called what's it called that is the most fun it's my favorite thing so if you want something of mine listen to that otherwise a follow or listening to my album that's uh great too
1: Hell yeah. yeah. At Dave to the Ross. Make sure you guys follow. Make sure you guys go to his TikTok and watch this infamous Snapple <laughs> video so you guys can uh can <laughs> can get in his comments and you know tell him he's wrong or uh, right.
0: Make sure yeah, you let yeah. him know. <laughs> yeah. Uh this is real. Um
1: actually um, <laughs> Snapple would never lie to me because they're a, a multi-million dollar company.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable, right? Man, oh uh, quick story i like it, it's just a thing i can't relate to being that defensive of a company and i was like i i'm uh i'm good friends with, do you know the band pup do you know them
1: uh, i don't listen, it doesn't matter but I know, uh, yeah go ahead
0: they're uh, they're good buddies of mine we met because we were both on warp tour together and i was in their merch tent in charlotte north carolina mm-hmm. on warp tour that that date and uh there was another band that was having like a fucking album signing or something down the way. And all the merch tents are all in a row. And that band's fans were lined up in front of all the other merch tents, which is already like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, So there's kids that have no interest in pup standing in front of the merch tent. And it's annoying because sure, people of course. can't get through. I to hate, the, don't cock fuck uh, the so, sales,
1: bud. Get the fuck out of the way. I do exactly. that with the regular merch table after a show. You want to chat it up with me? So Wait talking... till all these people fucking buy a shirt. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're talking shit to them. We're like yelling at them. And here's another thing to know about uh, Warp Tour. At least that year, all of the, so all of the bands, all the artists in Warp Tour get a case of free water every day. But mm-hmm. the water is donated by Monster Energy Drink. And all of the water comes in a can that looks just like a can of monster energy drink. Mm-hmm. It's a tall black can with the monster logo. But then in very small letters at the bottom, it says tour water. And it's, it, I mean, talk about manipulative. It's so yeah. <laughs> bands will be on stage chugging water, but it looks like they're chugging monster. And I'm sure they sell a lot more monster at Warp Tour that sure. year. And I'm sure a lot of kids have like heat stroke and shit because of that. But <laughs> whatever. Uh So we've got like cases of monster tour water in the tent and we're talking shit to these kids and we're just like, Hey, buy a pup album, buy a pup album. And this kid turns to us and he's like, I'll buy a pup album if you give me one of those monsters. And, uh, and I was like, Oh yeah, you know, that's just water. And he goes, what the fuck? Really? And we were like, yeah, they provide all the water. And he goes, that's fucking bullshit, man. And then the lead singer of the band goes, Monster fucking sucks anyway, dude. And the kid, this kid looks at us and goes, holy shit, dude, you'll get your fucking ass beat saying shit like that around here. (laughs) And, uh... His buddy, like, comes around and is like, what do you fucking say? And the guy goes, they're talking shit about Monster. And he goes, whoa, dude, you'll get fucked up talking shit about Monster (laughs) around here. Yeah.
1: What? Wow. So, I don't know. Yeah. I guess Snapple and Monster, their fans will kill you,
0: dude.
1: Yeah, man. Wow. Well, this podcast yeah. is not so sponsored anyway. by Monster Energy, so please don't drink it. It's trash. Well, thank God. Uh, <laughs> it's trash.
0: So is Snapple. Fuck Snapple and Monster. You heard it here. Yeah, thanks so much, Carmen. This Absolutely. is really fun. Absolutely.
1: But make sure you do follow uh, at, at Dave the Ross. Make sure you're following us at the funny Carmen at no sir pod. Uh give us a little nice little review if you'd like. Email me at no no sirpod at gmail.com if you got some shit that you want me to bitch about for you. Uh thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you again for coming on and bullshitting with me, Dave. It's so lovely to hear you and talk to you. Um and thank you guys yeah, for listening. I'll fucking uh bitch next week. Bye bye. No, sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it.
0: Well, sir, i don't
1: like it what the fuck so, is the fucking matter what the you stupid i don't like it I don't want your life. Oh, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. i sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. I'll say I don't like it. I don't want your life. Oh, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. Oh, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. I don't say I don't like it. I don't want your life. I don't your life.
0: No,
1: sir, I don't like and it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like uh, it. I don't want your life. I don't like it, but I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it, but I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like I don't want
0: your life. No, sir, I don't like it.